Hey, hey, listeners, thank you for tuning in today. Are you ready? Listen on as Doug Philp shares stories of restoration meaningful for life each and every day. Here we go. Hey, everybody, once again, Restoration on Fire with your host, Doug Philp. I say God bless to each and every one of my listeners out there today. And I have much to share. I'm looking out my window. I'm watching a wren playing in the tree out there. We've got a birdhouse out back. She's got her babies in there. And she's looking, I'm sure, foraging around for some food for the little ones. It's kind of fun just to be able to stand here and look out and see the birds and squirrels playing in the trees. So how are you doing today? I am once again excited and thrilled to share with you what God is doing and has been working in my heart through His Word and some challenging questions from the wife of a good friend of mine. And I'm going to share what that question was here, and then we'll go forward from there. How does that sound? So here is her question. She is, uh, like I said, a good friend. She and her husband joined my wife and I many, many times weekly in prayer and petition for family and friends and for our local church and the ministries that go on there. And she actually placed this question out on Facebook. It was quite provocative, I thought. Here it goes. Here's the question. So when did we go from saying the truth and coming alongside people or pulling them aside to deciding it's better to say nothing at all because that's what love would do? And then she offered up as well, love doesn't offend people. And now I know this woman well enough to know that... uh, She's put off by even having to place that last sentence out there. But kudos to her for asking hard questions and for requiring people to think. And one of the things that I had first mentioned in a reply on Facebook was that if somebody's wearing a a dress that is low cut it isn't the dress that's the problem it's a heart issue that is a problem and that is where we need to point our discernment is at the heart and be led by the spirit and the spirit will reveal to us what to say and when to say it and then this morning when i got up i was doing some more reading And, of course, we've been in 1 Corinthians for the last few days. And I had read up into uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, which you may know is the love chapter. And verse 6 popped out at me today specifically. And I'll read that to you. Does not rejoice in it. it, Let me start over does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Now, of course, Paul is writing about love there. And as I say, the entire chapter is is all about love. So 
today when I did some cross-referencing and looking at several different scriptures, it just became, the Spirit just became clear to me in how I could say a little bit more on Facebook to uh, the question that was, was posed, which is when did we go from saying the truth and coming alongside people or pulling them aside to deciding it's better to say nothing at all? Because, well, that's what love would do. So in my studies this morning, and I came across these scriptures, and I want to share them with you. And here's what I had answered to the Facebook question this morning. One facet of true biblical love is that it does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. And then I said, setting aside that love doesn't offend, there's an exciting verse tucked away in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. For what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Is it not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus at his coming? In the context of that that Paul wrote in 1 I can't speak this morning, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, that context for that verse is how we exhorted and comforted and charged every one of you as a father does his own children, that you would walk worthy of God. And those are verses 11 and 12. And then in verse 13, Paul writes, Because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you welcomed it, not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe. So I, I had posted that out there, and, and the Spirit is just churning this inside of my heart to not be afraid to speak the truth to those who believe. Certainly not be afraid of them being offended, because the hope is, is that they are going to receive it as the Word of God, as it is in truth. And then, just like Paul planted and Apollos watered, God will give the increase when we share the truth to others. We shouldn't have to be trying to correct people or be trying to set people right. If we're just walking in the Spirit, being led by the truth, loving one another and walking in that love, it's just going to be a natural outpouring of us. We're not about being... Brother Sandpaper, you know, trying to sand off the rough edges on people by saying, oh, the Lord says thus, and you're doing thus. No, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about loving people, sharing the truth, and allowing the Word of God, as it's seated in the individual's heart, to just well up and, and let the Spirit go to work in their heart, changing them. because. That's not our job. It's not our job to change people. Our job is to bring people to an understanding of the truth as best we can and let God take it from there. So I also finished up what I had said on Facebook. This is what Doug, that's me, takes away from this. Like Paul, I desire others to be in the presence of the Lord one day. 
Should I then avoid sharing truth because I have fear of offending? I should hope not. Rather, I hope they receive the word of God. And something else about biblical love that is worth sharing here is that biblical love is discerning. To love one another does not mean accepting misguided behavior out of misguided love. The commandment to love one another implores us to walk in that love. That's from 2 John, verse 6. And the only way that I know how to do this rightly, that is walk in love, is to be led by the Spirit. And fortunately, because I'm spending more and more time in the Word of God, I'm getting better at following the Lord's lead and helping me to walk in the Spirit. So how would we apply the scripture today, 1 Corinthians 13, 6, that love does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth? Well, certainly, as I've been discussing, is to share the truth, to rejoice in the truth, to ourselves know the truth, and ourselves to walk in the truth, and then to walk in love of others with a discerning love founded in the Word of God and His truth. And the Spirit will lead us from there. That's the best way that I can to lay it out there for an application standpoint. And I hope that this is coming together for you today. A couple of additional books in the Bible, 2 John and 3 John, they're just each one chapter. And as I had said from 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, if you pick up at verse 7 and read through the end of the chapter, verse 20, you'll get the context that Paul was writing about when he had said that his hope, his joy, and the crown of rejoicing is, is that you would be in the presence of the Lord at his coming. Read those chapters in those books. Take a look at these verses that I shared with you today and see if you don't come to a similar conclusion. If it's different, let me know because I really would like to hear because I'm always open to receiving correction and exhortation as well, the encouragement to, to become better in the Lord. So there you have it. Love. That's a difficult thing, isn't it? Let's pray, shall we? Father God, I thank you for what you're doing today in me. I thank you that uh, people ask challenging questions, and you're showing me once again to answer those questions, turn to your word, and dig through your word, and you'll find the answer every time. Father, I thank you for what you are doing in others as they receive your word. As I plant or I water on the seed that someone else has planted, may you, Father God, give the increase. May you lead me and others by your spirit. And may we grow up in one unity, in one faith, as one body in you, the Lord. I thank you once again for what you are doing, Father. Have your will today, I pray in Jesus' name.
Amen. All right, there you go. Go out there. Have a great and glorious day. And take ground for the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. And there you go. Another episode done and in the bank. I trust you heard something meaningful today. Take a moment right now and head over to RestorationOnFire.com for show recap and leave some feedback. Plus, you'll be able to find more great resources and many more episodes to listen to. And as always, be sure and be listening on.